Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the five-star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and today I am back running solo uh, after the chaos that was last week. I thought, all right, let's just let's just take it easy this week. Uh, this is going to be a shorter episode than usual. It's been a long week. It's been a long two weeks. It's been a long, yeah, we'll say two weeks now. Um, and this week was a little bit harder. Uh, than even last week was, despite far less news. And I'll get to why in a second, but um, this isn't going to be the usual episode that I try to bring every week, you know, praising matches and being excited for the future. Because there is a part of me, while I do feel excited for the future, it's still... It's still scary, you know, the future is still scary and and ultimately the one part of all this, all of this Rossi Ogawa stardom Bushiroad nonsense that I care about, I know what is going on there. And that's ultimately what is driving my mood, uh, you know, really talking about anything Joshi or watching wrestling as a whole. And that, of course, and we're just going to start here. We're just going to start here, and we'll get into the rest of the show. We are going to talk TJPW's Max Hart Tournament Final. We are going to talk about Stardom's uh, weekend and upcoming week of shows or weekend of shows. But we're going to start with Mayu Iwatani. Um, I, I said last week that this was going to be tough for her. And and she's visible, she's been clearly upset about it and angry about it. And it ultimately breaks my heart. Like, I'll just be perfectly honest with everyone. Like, it really does upset me. And it is probably the number one thing out of all this that, I care about in this world of wrestling because the uncertainty of what is happening, right? And what is coming, it sucks. 
And <clears throat> it sucks because I know Mayu isn't going to be able to do what she wants for quite some time. And watching her this weekend and seeing her wrestle and watching her emotions unfold, it was it was tougher than I ever expected. Um, I I don't know why I thought maybe in my head it wouldn't be as difficult, but it is. It really is. And when it comes to this next few months, this next year, I I'll I'll straight up say I am I am just hoping for the best when it comes to Mayu Yutani. She deserves so much better than having to be stuck and being stuck with a company that she clearly, at least day by day, really doesn't feel like she wants to be at. Right? This is this is someone in Mayu who, like I said last week, and I'll say it again, is as loyal as it gets to Rossi Ogawa. That is someone she looks at as a father figure and someone who took her in. When she ran away from home, that's what her entire movie's about and how she became the icon of stardom. And watching her cut the backstage promo from the Cork and Hall show on Wednesday absolutely wrecked me. Like, I've been pretty upset about all of what's happening for her because you know the tweets that she sent out that were very worrying and uh she had she did do an interview with tokyo sports where you know she said she had been crying and you know just all these different things that has to do with mayu is is driving me insane because this is someone who i greatly appreciate uh she has made pro wrestling itself so much better and so much greater to me uh it's the reason it's she's one of the big reasons i still follow it as much as i do so seeing her have to go through this in real time is not easy uh that first entrance she made at the fuji show on sunday you could just tell like she wasn't in it uh she you know she did her poses and she smiled but you know that was after a deep breath and kind of kind of just fighting through it and I don't know if it's going to be if it's going to be something that even I can deal with. And I'm just hoping that once this movie comes out, which tickets were just announced uh, to be available soon um, on February 17th, so this Saturday. But uh, once this movie comes out and they properly sell it and all that, I really hope that she can do what she wants from there. Uh, because I I can't stand seeing her so upset. She's the greatest, you know? Like, I, I, I truly do see her as the greatest. And someone like that, you know, you just feel for in the situation because she's stuck. She can't do anything. She's trapped. Uh, Fumi Saito on the Pacific Rim podcast even used that exact word, that she feels trapped. And I just hope, and I'm praying, and I'm, you know, 
I understand, you know, she gets paid a lot of money and all this, but when you're unhappy, and I think we've all had this point, right? When you're unhappy at a job or something happening in your life that you, you know, that's unexpected, right? Yeah, she, sure. She probably knew Rossi was leaving, but her, but him getting fired and having to work for that same company that got, that had him fired, that is not easy. And I get that. I get that feeling. She is someone who wears the emotions on her sleeve. She is someone, and that's why I and many others connect with her as a pro wrestler, connect with her in all this. And it's why I said last week, like, stardom isn't about the words on the marquee. It's about the wrestlers and who's in it. And Mayu is stardom. Like, that is that is the idea of stardom. That is the emphasis of what stardom is supposed to be. And I hope whenever the time comes, she can uh, do what she wants to do and be happy. Because right now, you could tell, you could feel it. And as someone that's feeling it as a viewer, as a fan, as someone who supports her as much as I do, it's tough. So I can't even imagine uh, what she's going through. So I just wanted to be honest about that because this is a... Go, this is going to be a tougher couple of months until she can do what she wants for me. You know, like I'm excited about the future. I said this at the top. I'm excited about the future, but I'm still scared. I'm still worried. I still want her to go and be who she wants to be. Uh, you know, in that wrestler's, um, in that wrestler's, vice show that they did for stardom she said it like rossi said it perfectly pretty much stardom's history is my Tani's history they began at the same time she never thought of herself as the ace she always was the icon um but she is everything and you know telling her story i never had a part-time job before i came to tokyo i didn't have a place to live so i was staying at mr ogawa's at that time i didn't have money ogawa paid for everything like living expenses every day he'd tell him he'd say pay me back when you make it big she she has made a big she's the iwgp women's champion a world of stardom champ uh two you know two-time world of stardom champion two-time wonder of stardom champion she is the greatest to ever step foot in a stardom ring she's made it big and i just hope that in due time uh she can she can get to uh have that fire and that desire and that love for this because i've i've seen so much of what she's done i've seen so much of how she's been as a wrestler and who she is when she's at her best and i am afraid that we may not have that for a while she's always going to perform in the ring i'm going to talk about that when we get to the fuji show uh but Seeing that emotion, that post-match presser where she couldn't hold herself and, you know, started tearing up. Well, not tearing up, but she had to hide her face and kind of have Ida console her. Like, that broke me. So, sorry for the ramble to start off this podcast, but I just want everyone to know, like, this has been bothering me, and it's going to continue to bother me, but I'm going to do my best to bring the best five-star Joshi show I can week in and week out because that's that's what I have to do uh but thank you for listening to my ramble and let's get to the rest of the show so Rossi Ogawa 
um, did an interview with Bull Nakano on her YouTube channel. And notably, this is uh, this is translated by at Mara Wrestling at M E R A Wrestling uh, over on Twitter. I believe this is the same translations from Hamanchu Doi. Uh, it looks like the work he has been doing, and he retweets it. So I believe it is from him. So I feel pretty good about this. But um, here was his thoughts about it. This is the first time he really had a conversation about it so openly. Uh, in the video shot at Ogawa's home, he said, I think it would become... I didn't think it would become big news like this. I've had a lot of people contact me, and the response has been amazing. I've also got a lot of people contacting me from overseas, notably uh, Rossi Ogawa, is in New York as of this recording. I don't know why he's in New York. I know a lot of people have tossed around the WWE things. Um, and listen, there's always... There's always a possibility in wrestling, right? I don't think the WWE thing is a reality. I don't. Um, I'm pretty, I've always felt pretty confident about that. Like, there's a lot behind what this new promotion is going to be. And he even talks about it in this, uh, in this interview. But I did want to stress that he is in New York. No idea what's to come from that, but it's worth, again, mentioning. Um, leaving the uh, this is his feelings about leaving stardom they found 2011. I think it's refreshing. I'm someone who can't do the same thing over and over again. A lot of things happened, but I guess it was inevitable. Um, he said he feels energized, and on the contrary, I'm fired up. So, Rossi, ready to make an impact with this new venture. Uh, what is of interest in his future? Of course, I'm thinking about it. Right now, I'm in a recharging period. I think I'll be able to tell you about it eventually. Of course, Rossi has headed over to New York, New York, so maybe that's part of the recharging period. I don't know the last time this man took a vacation, truthfully. So, hopefully, he's enjoying uh, coming to the state for a little bit. Um he did, of course, mention that he is starting something new. Uh, I will be 67 years old this year uh, in May. It's my last challenge. I'm getting older. I thought I'd create something, pass it on to the next generation. I want to pass on the culture of women's professional wrestling to future generations. So I think it would be great if I could play a role in that. There are people who look up to me, too, and so I have to do it for them as well, even when I'm an old man. I'll go on feeling like a boy. Thank you for the translation. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So Rossi is fired up about what's to come with this new promotion. Uh, that has not wavered. We have full belief of whatever this new promotion is going to be. Uh, Fumi Saito did give us some thoughts about it, or not thoughts, but perhaps um, more info than we ever had about it, uh, spoke about six main event wrestlers uh, heading with Rossi, um, which is obviously a pretty big deal. Uh, They said five foreign wrestlers would be joining as well. And he said a lot in the Pacific Rim podcast over on The Observer. So if you want to check that out to Jim Valley and Fumi Saito. So definitely go do so. Um, But I'm not going to I'm not going to touch too much on that. Obviously, we're just waiting for what ultimate call information is. So that is kind of the messiest of updates I can give on all the Rossi stuff. It was a quieter week. No one committed their allegiance to stardom uh, or like Tam did. So we still don't know the sides all too much, but we have an idea coming this weekend. I'm sure we'll be able to start guessing very, very soon. But before we get to that, we do have a lot to talk about in the world of stardom. And since we're already here, since I already did my diatribe about being upset about Mayu Yutani, which I can't stress enough, I am. Uh, it's been a tough week. Uh, and that Wednesday video really wrecked me. Uh, but there's the show must go on. And they had a show in Fuji this weekend. Uh, they also had a show in uh, Toyohashi. And they had a show at Corken Hall on Wednesday. So let's dive into it. I only got to check out the Fuji show. I believe Toyohashi is up as of this recording on Thursday. But I didn't have time to get to it. So I can only share results and some thoughts. But let's get to it. As I said, the show in Fuji on Sunday. It was the team... Excuse me. It was the team of Saida and Yuzuki defeating Mai Sakurai and Sayaka Karara when Yuzuki 
pinned Sayaka with the rolling arrow. I thought this was pretty good. Like when I'm watching Yuzuki and Karara, and that's really who I'm focusing on in these matches, I'm always just left impressed, right? Like that's, if you're watching the rookies, that's all you can really do is you can be left impressed of what they're able to accomplish. And I think they were great. Um, building blocks here, and we'll get to Sayaka in a little bit. Next up was Mon Watanabe defeating Lady C and Mirai in a three-way match. Um, notably, for this show especially, I am overanalyzing every entrance, every movement, everything, because this is the first show in Stardom's history without Rossi Ogawa at the charge, at the top, in the like leading the way. So it, it's what we got to talk, right? It's, it's it's very important. It's something that I'm going to continuously do. So apologies for that. But uh, Momo had a little, you know, Momo is always kind of looking angry. So it's hard to over uh, commit to that. But I thought Mirai did a really good job at keeping the energy. And this crowd was great in Fuji. Um, if you're someone that's not watching the shows right now, just because like, you know, you're waiting for the split, the exodus that has been spoken of. I get that. Um, I totally do. Uh, but I think there's, it's always nice to see the energy here. And I thought, I thought this was pretty solid, all things considered. It, it, you know, it's just a three way match, but it was good enough. Uh, f- next up, we got our first preview of the Micah and Tam Nakano feud that is building as we saw Micah and Wakasukiyama defeat Tam Nakano and Yunamiza Mori. This match is all about what do Micah and Tam look like head to head because this is a very unique duo, right? To build to presumably the next world championship match. It's unique because they're so different. Uh, Micah lives up to the main event epic style that you'd expect from a Puro company, for example, right? You know, slow headlock, stuff like that, and builds to the big epic stretch in the end. And I always call her the Puro fan's favorite wrestler for a reason, after all. And then, of course, Tam Nakano. And her style and her and her big match style is essentially through storytelling, as we know. And I think they're going to benefit greatly based off of this tag title match, or not tag title, uh, just tag team match, if they follow Micah's strategy. Because I don't know... Listen, the the Tam main event style is one that's very specific and not one that everyone can do. But Micah's is, because Micah's is the big main event epic, right? And I think that's going to benefit them because I do think Tam does other styles so well, sometimes better than hers. And it's when she wrestles someone else's match that I think she has her best match. Uh and I think that's the case here. So I, I liked what the, I saw here between these two. It is building up my anticipation for their eventual title match. And it will have a lot of stakes because I wouldn't be shocked if Tam got that win. 
Next up, we saw the Queen's Quest Four of Utami Hayashida, Sayakamitani, Azumi, and Miyu Amasaki defeat Shuri, Ami Sarei, Saki Kashima, and Arana Yagami. Uh, fun match here. Not much, not too much to write home about. Just a fun, solid match. Miyu Amasaki continues to make strides. Um, and the other three in Queen's Quest are obviously fantastic. And I think God's Eye with, with adding Rana, they just feel full now. Like it feels like they have the pin eater that they need. Uh, and then she's a rookie, so there's no problem with that. And I think it greatly benefits everyone involved. Um, when I think it greatly benefits everyone involved when you have someone like that who's also talented, which Rana obviously is. Next up, we have the first preview match between uh, Mayu Iwatani and Mina Shirakawa as they will be facing off against one another next Friday for the IWGP Women's Championship on the new beginning in Sapporo for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Very much looking forward to that match. But this was a great preview. Uh, I already kind of talked about how I felt about Mayu's entrance and how tough it was to watch. But once the bell rings, right? Once the bell rings, it doesn't matter. That's always been the way with Mayu Iwatani. Uh, She locks in. I thought her and Mina had a great great exchange here that i walked away saying yeah their title match is gonna rock notably xena also returned to this match she did get the pin uh she pinned hazuki for the win with thunderstruck so that was a pretty big deal uh but welcome obviously back to xena she looked very solid in the ring um and this was a solid match as well overall and then of course you had your main event where natsuko tora pinned julia Bonnie Swan, Tom Baum. Uh, there was multiple moves here to take her down, but it was the Swan Tom by Natsuko Tora, and that's when she made the official decision that she will challenge for the Strong Women's Championship this upcoming Saturday at Cork and Hall, uh, which is a very big deal, and we'll get to that preview in a little bit. Uh, so it was Natsuko, Starlight Kid, and Raka defeating the team of Julia, Suzuki, and May Sarah. Next up, we move to the Monday show, which saw Suzu Suzuki defeat Yuzuki. I'm sure that was great. Uh, We saw Saki Kashima defeat Lady C and Hazuki in three-way action. Micah and Waka Tsukiyama defeated Starlight Kid and Ruaka. Oh, sorry. Starlight Kid and Ruaka defeated Micah and Waka Tsukiyama. Of course, Starlight Kid and Ruaka this weekend will be part of Fantastica Mania as they go against Yuvia and La Jarochita, I believe, um, which are CML women's tag champs, if I'm not mistaken. So pretty big match for them. That will be on Fantastica Mania on Saturday morning. Very much looking forward to what they do there. They're very uh, deserving of their spot on that show. I think it's going to be pretty cool to see them get such a big spot, especially Raka. That's not one you obviously expect for her. Uh, they did get a win here, so they're kind of getting built up uh, by getting wins. We pretty much saw the same exact match from the day prior, except they did change it up. This time, Mariah uh, swapped in for Saki Kashima, and that was the difference as Shuri 
Mirai, Ami Saray, and Rana Yagami defeat Utami Hayashishita, Saikantani, and Azumi and Miyu Amasaki when Shuri made Miyu Amasaki go to sleep. The semi main event saw Julia and Mai Sakurai wrestle to a uh, double countout with Natsuko Tora and Momo Watanabe, uh, building towards their strong women's championship match this coming Saturday. And in the main event, it was stars getting the upper hand back after the day prior as Mayu Utani, Hanan, and Saida defeated Mina Shirakawa, Zena, and Hanako. Now we move to the Corican Hall show here on Valentine's Day. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The results were as followed. Again, I didn't get to see it, but we... Oh, oh, my bad. Right, let me go back to the last show. I, I didn't do the last match. Um, where is the last match? It, no, they never posted it. Well, either way, either way. Oh, I skipped, I completely skipped the match. It wasn't the last match, but this is the match that I wanted to talk about. It was Tam Nakano and Yuna Mizumori against May Sarah and Sayaka Karara. It was Tam Nakano and Yuna Mizumori winning in 14 minutes and 35 seconds when Tam hit a violet shooting knee on Sayaka for the win. Uh, and this is when Sayaka Karara would make it official, asking, requesting to join Cosmic Angels. And she was accepted under an apprentice role. She is now part of Cosmic Angels, which is very exciting. I think she's a perfect addition there. I think Sayaka Karara is a special rookie. And I don't think she gets the credit she deserves because it's arguable that she came in with two other special rookies. Obviously, Yuzuki is just out of this world good for someone with 30 matches. And Rani Yagami brings in the combat mixed martial arts background that she's already utilized. But Sayaka Karara has something that might take her a long way. And I think that's why they put her in Cosmic Angels. We know Cosmic Angels wrestlers get very popular. And when I first saw Karara wrestle, it might have been her second or third match. I talked about this on Stardom Quest this week, which I'll be filling in for the next month or so over on there if you want to listen to more in-depth Stardom thoughts. Uh, but what I say about Sayaka Karara is that she has the younger Tam effect where she's this underdog baby face that's very likable and people are going to get behind. And now she's going to learn from Tam. And that's going to do her a world of good. She already does so many cool things. Obviously, I will keep singing the praises of her spear. But I don't know. I just think it's very exciting to think where or what she's going to become in the coming days, weeks, months, years. I think she's going to be special. And I really do like her joining Cosmic Angels. I think that's going to do her a ton of good uh, moving forward. And also, uh, Koguma is coming back this Saturday as well, but we'll talk about her match in a second. Uh, let's get through the Cork and Hall rev uh, results. Not really a review. Uh, Mirai defeated Rana Yagami. That match was made the day prior when Rana Yagami kind of wanted to be tested. Uh, so cool match there. Unamizumori defeated Mai Sakurai, which is always a shock when 
Yuna is getting wins like that. Utami Hayashishta defeated Lady C in 9 minutes and 14 seconds. We saw the team of Rina, Ruaka, and Fukigen Death defeat Sayakamatani, Azumi, and Miyu Amasaki. That one is stunning. Shocking. Truly. Like, that is the weakest Oedo Tai team possible. And they defeated... Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Rina got the pin on Amasaki. It's a weird time in stardom, folks. Can't stress that enough. We saw the debut of the new Cosmic Angels, but they did come up short as Shuri, Ami Saray, and Saki Kashima defeated Tam Nakano, Sarah Ino, and Sayaka Karara when uh, Shuri made Karara go to sleep with a sleeper hold. So two days in a row for Shuri using that. Very interesting. Uh, but I'm very excited to see what this new trio in Cosmic Angels looks like. That looks like a fun one. In the semi-main event, we saw the EXV team of Micah, Mina Shirakawa, Wakasukiyama, Zena, and Hanako defeat Mayu Ibutani, Hazuki, Saeeda, Hanan, and Yuzuki in an elimination match. And they not only won, but they won by a total of 2-0 uh, as both Micah and Mina Shirakawa survived the match. Um, Yuzuki was the f- second elimination after Ida had eliminated Tsukiyama. Hanako was next, being eliminated by Hanan. Zena was eliminated by Hazuki. Hazuki was eliminated by Micah with an over-the-top rope powerbomb. Hanan was then uh, eliminated with a Michinoku driver at number two. Saeeda tapped out to the figure four, leaving Mayu Iwatani all by herself against Mina and um, Micah. And Mayu did not have enough to steal the win. Mina Shirakawa got, to pin, got the pin on the world, uh, on the IWGP Women's Champion with a figure four, uh, the figure four driver Mina. And that is how we set up the big match next weekend. So this is also the show. Um, you know, Mayu had the tough promo. So I'm sure you uh, you all don't need to hear me get sad about that again. But let's look forward to the weekend now, shall we? This upcoming weekend, Stardom, Cork and Hall, February 2nd. Uh, this is going to be live on pay-per-view. Stardom made the surprise announcement. Uh, say, uh, Obviously, I had said on last Friday's episode that the plan was for a live stream of some sort for the Wednesday Corkin. They had, of course, instead moved that to uh, Saturday instead, and this will be live on pay-per-view. I believe you can pay for it for about 14 bucks, so it is at a reduced price from previous shows. Here is the card as fall. It'd be Ozmi and Lady C versus Starly Kid and Rocco, who also wrestle at Fantastic Mania later that day. It'll be Suzuki, uh, Suzu Suzuki versus Rana Yagami 
in singles action. It'll be May Sarah versus Waka Tsukiyama. Itami Hayashishita, Sayakamitani, Miyu Amasaki versus Momo Watanabe, Arena, and Fuki Gendet. In Koguma's return match, it'll be Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, Koguma, and Yuzuki against Shuri, Amisure, Mirai, and Saki Kashima. That should be a good one. And then it will be Micah, Mina Shirakawa, Zena, and Hanako versus Tam Nakano, Sayori Ano, Yuna Mizumori, and Sayaka Karara. That should be a fun one. And then, of course, the big two title matches. We'll see New Blood Tag Team Champions Hana and Saida face off with Mai Sakurai and Chan Yoda, the challengers. If I had to guess, I think the Wing Gory team retains. But it's all about the main event. The main event will be for the Strong Women's Championship as Julia will defend against Natsuko Tora, which is a big-time match. Uh, this is a quote from Julia this past uh, w- week. Uh, she said, per Merit Wrestling, Honestly, I was dissatisfied with the system up until now. And I've spoken out about it, but that is the with the future of stardom in mind. Talk about Rossi Ogawa's departure. If the president had been replaced last year and the way for improvement had been opened a year earlier, I don't think this would have happened. I really didn't want the situation to turn out like this. She did not say anything about her potential departure, which we are aware is likely to be coming very soon. And that's what brings us to this match. I believe Natsuko Tora will be winning the strong women's championship here. And this will start the official end of Julia's run in this company, uh, getting the title off of her, obviously is step one to doing that. And it is a full, it is a full circle moment of sorts for these two. It was Julia who got her first major accolade in stardom when she won the Cinderella tournament. Who did she beat in that Cinderella tournament? Ah, well, I'm glad you asked. It was, of course, Natsuko Tora in the final. So it's only right that we bring it back in her final big title match, potentially. And this time, I believe Natsuko Tora will get the win, which will be Tora's first ever singles title. Pretty crazy. Uh, But... That match should be interesting. That will be your main event on Saturday, which of can you can purchase online. Stardom in Shibuya, uh, on Tokyo. This will be in Tokyo, of course, on Sunday. And the card is as followed: It'll be Wakasukiyama and Hanako teaming up against Ruaka and Rina. May Sarah will face Hanan and Mai Sakurai in a three-way battle. We tan the Kano Yunamizumori and Sayaka Karara versus. Natsuko Tora, Momo Watanabe, and Starlight Kid. In a wonderfully wonderful surprise of a match, it'll be Julia, Suzuki, and Hazuki. Ver- oh, um, sorry. It will be Julia and Suzuki versus Hazuki and Koguma. So that's awesome. That is something to look forward to. Uh, Utami Hayashishita, Sayakamitani, Azumi, Lady C, and Miyu Amasaki will face off against Shuri, Mirai, Amisurei, Saki Kashima, and Rana Yagami. And 
it'll be Mayu Itani, Izuki, and Saida against Micah, Mina Shirakawa, and Xena. Then, of course, we look forward to next Friday, which will be Mayu Iwatani versus Mina Shirakawa with the IWGP Women's title on the line. That match should be excellent. I do expect Mayu Iwatani to retain. Of course, we are building up a movie here. Uh, they will be part of the same show that Nick Nemeth makes his in-ring New Japan debut. Um but that match is very interesting because obviously I will be happy either way, right? I will be happy if Mayu loses. And the only reason is that that's because she's likely to be getting out of her contract sooner than we expect. But that ain't happening. The movie comes out in May. She ain't going anywhere, right? The movie comes out in May. She isn't going to be gone from this company while they promote a movie about her. That's just not the reality. So you're keeping the title on her a little bit longer, but I'm excited for Mina to get a big shot. This is her biggest opportunity of her career period. End of story. This is also the first time that a new Japan, uh, sorry, a stardom match will be on a new Japan show since last year at secure Genesis, not counting strong shows, obviously. Um, and that's very exciting. So in one year, we went from Mercedes Monet and Azumi and Zuki to Mayu Utani versus Mina Shirakawa. That should be a great match, and I do expect Mayu to win. Well, if you made it this far, thank you for listening, of course. Um, let's just talk about TJPW real quick, and then we'll wrap up what was a short show here today. I uh, just, again, sorry, haven't been fully in it this week. A lot of shows weren't up either to watch, so it's hard to review. But uh, TJPW held their Max Heart Tournament Final 2024 at Cork and Hall, 674 in attendance for the show. Um, the results were as follows. We're only going to talk about the last two matches. But it was Haru Kazashiro defeating Shino Suzuki. Uh, the tag team match was Mahiro Kiryu and Yuki Kamafuku teaming up with Naokakuda to defeat Palm Harajuku, Raku, and Ram Kaichao. Kaitor Bami defeated Moka Miyamoto, which is kind of a shock. Uh, Hyper Masao and Shokun Nakajima defeated Himawari and Wakana Yoihara. Mizuki defeated Zara Sake. I don't know who that is, but I heard she did very well in her first match, which is nice to hear. Ryu Mizunami and Yoko Yugi Ino defeated Miyu Yamashita and Toga. And now let's get to the matches that we are going to talk about. It was the International Princess Championship, Yuki Arai, defending against Juria Nagano. This was her very first defense since defeating Maxi and Paler back at Tokyo Joshi Pro 2024 on Etienne, uh, January 4th. Yuki Rai and Juria had a fine match here. I don't think it was anything worth writing home about because ultimately these are still very new wrestlers. Yuki's been here for a while now, uh, but comparably in their career, Yuki has a hundred matches in her career with this being the 100th. And Jurian Nagano had a total of 31 and is graduating very soon. So that kind of tells you what to expect. Uh, we got some of Jurian's, you know, decent 
karate stuff in this match. Got some kicks, got some strikes. And Yuki Arai, Yuki Arai wrestling as the uh, one with the upper hand is weird. And I don't think it's the right move. Like, I'd rather her fight someone who makes her the underdog because I think that's her best form. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Who who am I to say? Uh, but Yuki Rai did win with the finally kick. So she successfully retained. And then after the match, Yuki Kamafuku challenged her. That will be the Grand Princess match. That is, that defeated me. It truly did. Um, that is not a title match that has me excited while the tag title and the main event, they obviously do. Uh, this is, this is going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I'm not uh, looking forward to Yuki Arai versus Yuki Kamafuku, but it is the decision they made. Those two are very popular, so I'm sure it will do well amongst TJPW fans, especially in Japan. And the main event, the Max Hart Tournament 2024, it was Daydream versus Daisy Monkey. And by God, they have finished the story. Daisy Monkey, Arisu Endo, and Suzume defeat Miyu Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi when Suzume pinned Rika Tatsumi in the middle of the ring. This match was great. A great tournament final. One of the best tag matches of the year so far in wrestling. I think tag wrestling has been pretty weak, all things considered, through a month and a half of 2024. Uh, but I thought this was great. Uh, Daisy Monkey is so good. Arisu Endo had another breakout performance. But of course, you know, when Daydream, when we're talking about Daydream, Miyu Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi are just spectacular, right? Like they are just spectacular as a duo. I'm watching Miyu Watanabe in this match and I'm like, she's the ace now. She really is. Like everything about her screams TJPW ace. And it's really time to fully embrace that. That's why I'm hoping she wins the title at grand princess but yeah this was fantastic um well worth going out of your way to see 19 minutes and 37 seconds if i didn't mention that before uh daisy monkey the clothing stretch was out of this world like it was it was great wrestling so if you're gonna watch anything at least watch that from this show i thought that was well worth it daisy monkey will challenge yuki aino and ryo mizunami at grand princess for the princess tag team titles that's it. Like I said, a short episode, about 45 minutes here this week. I do apologize. It's just, uh, it's been a long week. You know, I, I keep saying that it's been a long week. The Mayu stuff has me messed up uh, a little bit. So I'm going to take it easy, try to enjoy the weekend. Hope everyone enjoys their weekend. But I will say I do have some new content coming out. So if you want to follow me, of course, follow me at Scott Eat Wrestling on Twitter slash X, whichever you prefer. Uh, to call it, I will be starting a new series over on my YouTube channel. At, it's, uh, it's under Scott E. Wrestling. Uh, the official link is... You'd think I have this ready. The official link is as followed. At, uh, it's, of course, 
I don't have it in front of me. It is youtube.com slash channel slash at Scott E wrestling. So hopefully you could come find me, go subscribe. If you haven't already, that'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, that link actually doesn't work. My apologies. Um, yeah, I'll just post it on Twitter. That's that's the best place to follow, find it. That worked for everyone. Uh, but the username is at Scott E Wrestling, so you can look that up. Um, and I will be starting a series called Check It Out. Yes, that is, of course, uh, because of Mayu Utani and her saying Check It Out. Uh, it will be all about reviewing match reviews. I'm going to be doing about... 10 minute long match reviews, um, which is it. Uh, oh, sorry, the, the link is www.youtube.com slash at Scott E Wrestling. You can find me there. Um, so please make sure to do so. Uh, I will be doing the check it out series where I review matches that I watch throughout the week, whether it be old matches, new matches. I'm excited for it. Uh, the logo colors are inspired by my two favorite wrestlers, my Tani and Arisa Shiki. So maybe that will interest you all the more. Um, I've been watching a lot of Arisa things because it's really Arisa and Mayu stuff that makes me uh, really get, back into the swing of things when I'm kind of down and out about wrestling, which I have been this week. So there could be some content coming out about them. I'll dive into old Joshi, but yeah, make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube channel and check out my check it out match review series that is coming up very, very soon. So that's it. Thank you for listening until next time. I'm Scott. And this was the five-star Joshi Show on the Fight Game Media Network. See ya! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.